You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Hello and welcome to Meet the RIA. Joining us now is Brett Bernstein, CEO and co-founder of XML Financial Group. Well, Brett, it's great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Jenna. So XML is based in Bethesda, and you've had two recent acquisitions and experienced a lot of growth over the years. Tell us a little bit more about your firm. Yeah, thanks. Um, You know, the joke is XML stands for X Merrill Lynch. That's where we came from uh, nearly 20 years ago. Um, We don't trade as that. You know, we really um, wanted to get away from the big bank brokerage model, institutional model, and become a truly independent platform. And, um, you know, we did that and we grew a great firm. Um, and became a focused financial partner firm um, about seven years ago. And from that point, we've had some really explosive growth. Um, we were able to start with them at about 500 million in client assets, and we're nearing 4 billion today. And I think it's, you know, what I'd like to think it's good leadership, good vision, good culture, um, and also having, you know, a lot of good things for uh, talent acquisition and, and retention. Um, and so I think those things have really helped us turbocharge this growth. Building off of that, what's been the key to all of this growth? I mean, going from uh, about 500 million to nearing 4 billion is a, a huge jump. Yeah, no, I'd like to say it was the market, but I think we all know how that's panned out over the past couple of years. Um, you know, I think for us, it's been, um, we had a, a very strong discipline of a vision. Um, I think we invested a lot of energy um, and resources into a technology stack, a marketing stack, um, uh, a, a very clean vision, right, of what we were trying to do. And I think that when the pandemic um, kicked in, um, it allowed us to have um, some very um, um, you know, large growth. You know, if I go back for a minute in time, I mean, in 2019, we were about a $500 million firm and um, David acquired Goliath. And we took over about a $1.3 billion firm at that time. Um, and so I think that gave us some critical mass. Um, it gave us a lot of opportunity to really learn how to do M&A properly. Um, comes with a lot of challenges, right? A lot of hard work. But I think we learned from that. And I think because we had a proof of concept and I think we had enough critical mass, when the pandemic hit, two opportunities presented itself. One, um, uh, looking for a succession. And that was about a billion dollar firm. And the other was someone who was looking for the next chapter of their career, but also to have a succession in place. And that was about a $700 billion firm. And so, you know, pretty quickly, all of a sudden, we've got, you know, four firms that have come together. And um, I think a lot of it is in the proof in the pudding in, in how we do things and the successes that we're having, which is why we're gaining attraction from, you know, other advisors, uh, team members joining and other firms that are looking to, to have us help with their growth. Let's talk a little bit more about that uh, pudding, so to speak, Brett. What's been your approach to recruitment and retention? How do you draw in the best people and keep them there? Yeah, I mean, I have a corny analogy. I really believe that um, anyone who comes to XML, I want to retire at XML. And I think that if I'm doing my job as a leader and our leadership team, um, people should be able to grow both personally, professionally, and financially and never have to look anywhere else. And so if we continue to grow the firm, you shouldn't have to look anywhere else for a, for a career. We should have the opportunities for you to be able to do that. So I think that's one. I mean, that's a, a motto that I live by. I think secondly, we um, we believe in being fair, um, a great culture. Um, I think we're um, we're very generous in our benefits and our compensation. 
um, were very nimble, right? The pandemic, I think, made a lot of people, you know, become nimble. Um, as a firm, um, we are not back in the office that much, um, two to three days at most. Um, why? Because I think our team's doing an amazing job. And so when looking at retaining and attracting talent, I think we have to be open-minded. Um, I use the word nimble a couple of times now, but we have to really think about if we have good talent, how do we retain them? It's not just compensation, it's culture. Um, it's it's how we interact together. It's the things that we've done as a group. And I think, you know, it's not a secret sauce, if you will, but I think it's just using common sense. And I think people resonate with that. And that's why we've had not only the success in the MA, but we've had some very, very long tenured advisors, support staff, and operational team members. Now, turning to your clients, how would you describe them? And likewise, how do you retain such good clients and keep them happy as well? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people always ask us to, you know, any firm, do you have a niche, um, you know, orthopedic surgeons or wherever it may be? And and we look at, at a SWOT analysis and, and kind of did that assessment. And what we found is our clients are successful, educated, and busy people. That's the common themes around them. It doesn't matter what industry they're in. And so what we really tried to do is be, um, if you will, the family office group to the mortal investor, to the normal person, call it mass affluent, call it high net worth. Um, and so we've really tried to bring that across the firm you know, to the clients. Um, we, be, we believe in strong communication, being proactive. We don't believe in being reactive. Don't hide when things are tough be out in front of people, um, you know, communicate. If you make a mistake, own it. Um, and I think by doing that, we have very, very long tenured clients. There's always going to be someone who can, quote, pick apart your portfolio or do a better job. But if you do what we do, holistic financial planning, you build on that plan, you put investments together that clients can understand, and you communicate and educate the client. And you do it, I think, at, at a fair price. Um I think that's why we have the long tenured relationships we have with clients. What does your tech stack look like, Brett? Yeah, we've we've put a lot into it. Um, you know, cybersecurity is is obviously one. You know that I think any firm has to do, and that you know first and foremost, you know that that was where we put a lot of our energy. Um, you know, obviously a full cloud based system, very secure. Um, you know, there've been some recent settlements in the industry with texting. Um, and we uh, made sure that we have systems in place that we can chat internally, we can communicate with clients, all compliance approved, because we want to make sure that we are delivering things to clients that they want and making sure that we're keeping up with obviously the regulatory thing. So we invest a lot of money in that. Um, so a very robust system um, that allows people to operate on the fly, in the office, in their car, right, you know, or, or working at home. So we've put a tremendous amount into, into those systems. Um, you know, we um, created our own mobile app. Um, many firms say they have apps, but what they really have is a portal, right? Whether it's from eMoney for software or Ryan for, for planning or for uh, reporting. Um, we have built our own app. Um, we believe that it's a way for us to deliver things to our clients. It allows them to log into their portfolios on the fly. It allows us to use push notifications um, if we want to communicate something important to clients. So that is something we invested in. And then we've invested a tremendous amount into various other pieces, our CRM, um, we've into different marketing components that we use with that. So it consolidates everything among our marketing team pushing out to our website, pushing out to um, to email systems, all compliance approved, all tracked. Um, and I can go into the vendors if you want, but but that's something that, you know, I think we've put a lot of time and resources into 
what I've found in the past, and I think a lot of us are guilty about picking one-off items and a lot of times they don't work together. And so we decided to take a coordinated effort and yes, it costs money and yes, it's a lot of time, but by doing it as a concerted effort, we found that the systems work well together. So it's better for our team and the deliverable to the client becomes a better experience. As you said, too, your clients are very busy people. So uh, while phone calls are very valuable, there might be times when they just want to hop on the app and get a quick update there or, or reach out quickly that way as well, I assume. That's exactly why we did it. We, you know, why do we do webinars? Because someone else is giving the client a webinar if we're not. Why did we give them a mobile app? Because we want to, we know that they're busy and on the go. We want to give them all these things that are out there. And look, we're in a fee compression world. That's the world that we live in. So we want to make sure that we are giving people different things along the way. You look at Tesla as an example, just a car. Um, they're always giving different software updates, right? During the holidays, the horn can play different holiday music. They don't charge you for that. We believe that every year we need to be giving something to our clients to say, we're adding this value to you, whether it's a webinar series or a mobile app or something else. We feel that's what people need. And a lot of firms, I think, get complacent, right? They got the reporting, they do, they manage money well, they do an updated financial plan, which is all great. And that's the meat and potatoes of what we do. But when you ask the question of what I think starts to separate us a little bit from others is those little details, I really think, start to make a difference in the client retention and attraction, the employee retention and attraction, and then obviously in the, in the M&A success that we've had. And you mentioned your vendors. Which vendors are you using? Yeah. So um, we use Practify for our CRM. It's built off a Salesforce platform, but very user-friendly. Love them. Um, we use HubSpot for a lot of our marketing um, pieces. We have outsourced solutions that we use. Um, we use a marketing company and marketing whiz, and we use Gavin as our PR firm. Um, we have used Smart Asset, other tools. Um, we're a big user. We're actually the first user of Catchlight, which is an AI tool developed by Fidelity, and it allows us to take prospective clients and learn something a little bit more about them. So when we do a, a seminar and I can learn a little bit about the people, I can sit them with like-minded people in a seminar. That gives us one leg up. So using AI technology with an integrated marketing approach, and again, there, there's other vendors, but those are some of the you know big ones out there, have been you know very, very instrumental, I think, in our success. Well, anything you'd like to leave our viewers with, Brett? I think, you know, it's, it's funny. I just spoke at a conference at DeVoe um, a little, a couple weeks ago. And I think the one thing is, is that people don't spend enough money on marketing. And they showed a stat that, you know, firms should be spending between two and 5% of the revenue on marketing alone. And I think many people fall short of that. And it can be a very sizable number. But if you're looking at retaining clients, you do need to communicate market to them. If you're looking at attracting new clients, you need to communicate market with them. And if you're looking at talent acquisition, you need to have these tools that someone can plug into. So I look at it as you can't afford not to do that, but it should be done in a coordinated effort. So I think if you're looking to grow a firm, I think one tool that I would add to our success is commit to something. You have to spend the resources and the time um, and stick with it. That, that's something I found that has been very helpful for us. Well, Brett, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone watching. Once again, that was Brett Bernstein, CEO and co-founder of XML Financial Group. And I'm Jenna Dagenhart with Asset TV. 
Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Be sure to check out our other episodes and visit AssetTV.com, your source for financial news and information.